the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Welcome to that show. Hasn't been funny in years. An SNL podcast. I'm your host, Nick DeGilio. I'm a podcaster, comedy writer, and a performer, graduate of the Second City, and a Saturday Night Live expert and historian. And each week, we'll look back at everything SNL, the best, the worst, the good, the bad, the classic, the forgotten. We'll talk about full seasons and full casts, behind-the-scenes stories, episodes, sketches, SNL's historical significance, and much, much more. Sometimes I'll have guests, sometimes I won't. But with every episode, I will always prove that that tired cliche that you hear all the time, that show hasn't been funny in years, is absolutely wrong and not true. So this is episode number 56 of That Show Hasn't Been Funny in Years. And if I say the, f- the sentence, a van down by the river, well, obviously, the first thing that pops into your head is Chris Farley as Matt Foley, motivational speaker, um, which is Probably a character that's gone down in SNL history as one of the most uh, beloved, one of the most memorable, and one that has, uh, a, you know, a, a, an SNL character that has one of the most interesting backgrounds and histories of any SNL character. Um, obviously, it's Chris Farley, who was larger than life in every possible way, physically, vocally, uh, energy-wise. Um, you know, he was a big, giant cuddly bear who liked to throw himself through walls and through furniture and be loud and crazy and do absolutely anything for a laugh. Um, And he succeeded wildly. He was one of the funniest and most beloved SNL cast members in the history of the show who would obviously go on to much more fame and much more fortune uh, fortune in movies and elsewhere. Uh, Of course, uh, his, his life was cut short at the age of 33 um, because of his addiction to, well, everything, his addiction to life, his addiction to love, his addiction to, to drugs and alcohol. Um, and he died at a young age, in fact, the same age as his idol, John Belushi. And it's, uh, it was kind of um, destined to be in a very sad way. Everybody who met Chris Farley knew that he was on a road, and it was a rough and tumble road, and it was a streamlined, accelerated, Mad Max-type road to that end. Um, uh, Clearly, his work on Saturday Night Live is considered among the most memorable, the most ridiculous, and most hilarious in the history of the show, and some of the characters that he created and some of the bits that he's done on that show um, are, are, you know, historical. Um, And Matt Foley may or may not, in some people's eyes, be his crowning achievement on the show. And, you know, the beginnings of Matt Foley, the creation of Matt Foley, have kind of a a background or, or, or a history that might seem unusual. I mean, the character itself wasn't created by uh, Chris Farley. In fact, it was created and uh, uh, written by Bob Odenkirk, who you know from uh, Mr. Show and so many other comedy things, and he was a you know, veteran on Second City stage here. He's from Naperville, Illinois, 
And, of course, has gone on to uh, so many other things, uh, including Breaking Bad and, of course, Better Call Saul. Um, and uh, Bob Odenkirk has gone on to a great dramatic career, and he's done television, several shows. He and David Cross, obviously, Mr. Show and so many other things. Uh, his history in comedy writing is amazing. Uh, his credits in sketch comedy are near the top of all credits for sketch comedy that you could possibly have. His uh, contributions in, to acting in movies and in television, especially Better Call Saul, um, how he moved from sketch comedy, Second City background, to straight, great, an incredible dramatic actor with a lot of heft and a lot of talent uh, is pretty amazing. But yeah, Bob Odenkirk's the guy who created Matt Foley. Matt Foley was not created by Chris Farley. He had Chris Farley in mind when he, uh, when he put it together. So we will give you a brief history of Matt Foley, motivational speaker, who wrote it, how it got started. The first time it ever appeared on stage, the first time it appeared on stage was not on Saturday Night Live on that uh, fateful night on May 8th, 1993. But in fact, it was in the summer of 1990 when Matt Foley, motivational speaker played by Chris Farley, made his appearance uh, the first time ever on stage. And it was right here in this city in Chicago on a stage that, in fact, um, <laughs> in a personal story here, I was working on that stage the year that that happened. Um, I was uh, working at Training Center at the time. I was at Second City Training Center at the time, and I was on that stage fairly regularly, and I was doing children's shows on that very stage, uh, um, you know, um, when uh, this thing took place. So uh, it, it, is, it has a lot of history, and it goes back to that, to that very first moment uh, where, uh, during the summer of, of 1990 when uh, Matt Foley came out. And then, of course, this, this character, when it debuted on May 8th, 1993, it would appear seven more times. Matt Foley appeared eight times total on the show. And people love the character. And it's gone on to become a famous character that uh, a lot of uh, rather large actors uh, have gone on to make a pretty good living imitating Matt Foley. Uh, in fact, there are a, uh, a, a bunch of Matt Foley imitators out there who you can hire for gigs, for corporate shows, for events, for parties. Yeah, they actually have a bunch of guys out there who make a living putting on the funny glasses and the tight t shirt and the undersized coat and the tie, uh, hiking up their pants and screaming and gesticulating the way that uh, uh, Chris Farley used to do, making a, making a pretty good uh, amount of money uh, being Matt Foley imitators, which I'm sure Bob Odenkirk never in a million years thought would happen back in 1990 when he wrote the sketch and created the character. But He's become, uh, you know, a massively popular character, and that's Matt Foley. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Matt Foley, um, as I mentioned, is a fictional, iconic character from Saturday Night Live. And, uh, and uh, Foley would appear eight times on uh, an SNL, and that would be May 8th, 1993, which you will hear the entire very first sketch, which I'm sure you've seen or listened to a million times. The host that night was Christina Applegate, who legendarily appeared in that sketch um, as one of the people trying to hide their laughter by she had hair in her face because she was trying not to laugh. The Midnight, Midnight Oil was the, um, was, the, um, was the musical guest that night. And that was season 18, episode 19. Again, as I mentioned on every episode of that show, um, every time I talk about whatever topic I'm talking about, whether it's a sketch or an episode or recurring characters or anything that I'm talking about, the examples that I give you, I will always tell you the date, the season and the episode number of each uh, of each uh, episode so that you can look it up because you can find it on SNL's YouTube channel or you can find it on Peacock. 
So when you know uh, the season and the episode number, it's easily to find, easily uh, findable on uh, on the internet. So if you want to look up all these Matt Foley sketches and watch them all, uh, this is the this is the best way you can do it. So eight appearances on Saturday Night Live, um, October thirtieth, nineteen ninety three, was the second appearance. That was Christian Slater and Smashing Pumpkins, musical guest. Christian Slater was the host. Season nineteen, episode five. That was the second uh, appearance. I'll give you the other appearances coming up. Um, but it's a, it's a you know it is a um, it's a legendary character. Of course, uh, Chris Farley and David Spade had plans to make a movie based on the character, uh, but Farley passed away obviously in 1997. Uh, the last time he played the character was on October 25th, 1997, uh, when Chris Farley came back to host SNL, one of the most notorious and uh, painful to watch. Um, episodes ever because uh, when Chris when Chris Farley hosted and that would be season 23 episode four Chris Farley your host the mighty mighty boss tones were the musical guest uh, it was on October 25th 1997 at that point Chris Farley was pretty much out of control uh, when he showed up that week he was in no condition uh, to do a show he was uh, deep 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 into his addictions um, and it's a it's a very tough show to watch back um, if you if you go back and watch it it was October 25th, 1997. He ended up dying on December 18th, 1997. So um, it was less than two months later when Chris Farley passed away. And to watch his final performance as Matt Foley on that episode um, is pretty, pretty rough. It's pretty, pretty hard. Um, so all of that fame and fortune and the addictions and the lifestyle really got to Chris. And the last time he played, um, the last time he played Matt Foley, it was really, really sad. Um, the character... It's interesting. Um, it, it was created by Bob Odenkirk. Uh, Farley named the character after one of his Marquette University rugby teammates, uh, and it was uh, you know inspired by a by by a friend of his and his father, which you'll hear a little bit more of. Um, he appeared uh, you know in all these eight sketches, and each sketch typically started with Foley being brought into a specific situation by someone to speak to a group. Um, the sketches usually featured Chris Farley's physical comedy, which was really over-caffeinated, Matt Foley gesticulating, and, uh, you know, obviously Foley was, uh, uh, Farley was overweight, so the clothes were very tight and hiking up his pants, doing all this crazy physical stuff to get these huge laughs. And the character was visually absolutely hilarious with the glasses and the way he was dressed. Um, and he would usually do the same kind of thing. He would come in and speak inappropriately and talk about what, uh, what a loser he was. But in the end, you know, he would leave like a hurricane. He would come in like a hurricane, tear stuff up, fall through furniture, break things, scream, yell, gesticulate, just kill the audience and make, an, make a maniac out of himself. And then when he would leave, the Matt Foley would leave, those characters would actually change. Um, the character's debut was so popular that he turned it into, full, you know, uh, Farley turned it into one of his best-known routines. Um, and uh, at one point, he was, you know, he was, he was a Wisconsin native. Farley was a Wisconsin native, so he in 1994... Uh, he appeared at the Rose Bowl uh, and delivered a comedic motivational speech to the Badgers, uh, and then uh, but they lost to the UCLA Bruins uh, that day, uh, which is consistent with what what uh, Foley was responsible for. Uh, there again were were fans for were plans for a film version of it. Um, a later performance uh, on the show in February 19, 1994, which is. Um, uh, which uh, which was in uh, February 19, 1994, which was when Martin Lawrence hosted and Crash Test Dummies were the musical guests. By the way, uh, that episode, which is season 19, episode 14, when Martin Lawrence hosted, that's when uh, Martin Lawrence got banned because on live television, he veered off from what his uh, 
um, monologue was supposed to be and went into some reasonably offensive, very questionable, dark, and, uh, uh, and very, very raw um, uh, a material uh, that was not okayed by Lauren during the mo- monologue and not good for censors and got tons of complaints. Um, and again, Martin Lawrence uh, went off book, switched things around, got very offensive and caused the censors to go nuts, which means that he was never asked back to Saturday Night Live. And on that very controversial show where Martin Lawrence was banned, uh, Matt fully made an appearance as well. He had appeared with George Foreman uh, on a um, on a on an episode, uh, and he would appear in, in, in many of these things. And he he actually did a cold open. Most of these were sketches, but there was a cold open, and that was in April of 1995, and that was April 15th, season 20, episode 18. Courtney Cox was the host. Dave Matthews Band was the musical guest, and he came out. Michael McKeon was the, the was was the father of some teenagers, and it was during a cold open. He also appeared on Late Night with Conan O'Brien on January 14th, 1994, as Matt Foley, and then sat down with Conan. You'll hear that entire interview, actually. And he also appeared in 1997. He made a guest appearance on All That with Kenan Thompson, who would eventually go on to Saturday Night Live and become the longest-tenured cast member ever. But he did a sketch where he was Chef Farley, and they were on a segment called Cooking with Randy. Um, and they did kind of a, kind of a, 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 a Matt Foley takeoff on that. Uh, Family Guy did parodies of it. It became like a like an incredibly popular, incredibly popular character. And here are all the times that that Chris Farley appeared on SNL as Matt Foley. If you want to check them all out, you will hear all of May eighteenth, nineteen ninety three, season eighteen, um, episode nineteen, Christina Applegate, Midnight Oil, October thirtieth, nineteen ninety three, season nineteen, episode five, Christian Slater and Smashing Pumpkins. Then December eleventh, nineteen ninety three. Season 19, Episode 9, Sally Field was the host, and Tony, Tony, Tony were the musical guests. And I say this every time I, uh, I record a show here, I record an episode. It's always fun to go back and look who hosted and who were the musical guests because it really does capture a very specific moment in time. And yeah, that clearly was December 1993 with Tony, Tony, Tony as your musical guest. Uh, his fourth appearance was February 19th, 1994, season 19, episode 14, Martin Lawrence and Crash Test Dummies. Fifth appearance was May 14th, 1994, season 19, episode 20, Heather Locklear was the host. Janet Jackson was a musical guest, a terrific episode, by the way. And then uh, the sixth episode, the uh, sixth time he appeared was December 17th, 1994, season 20, episode 9, the aforementioned George Foreman. He was the guest, and Hole was the musical um, Musical guest uh, Foreman was the host. I mentioned before, April 15th, 1995, season 20, episode 18. Courtney Cox was the host. Dave Matthews Band was the musical guest. And then the final appearance was when Chris Farley came back to host. So he was the host. The musical guest was the Mighty Mighty Boston's, and that was October 25th, 1997, season 23, episode 4, just two months before his death. But the very first uh, Matt Foley sketch was uh, in the summer of 1990, and you're going to hear that in a couple of seconds. Um, but uh, it was created by, as I mentioned, Bob Odenkirk. And Bob Odenkirk, uh, you know, w- wrote, for, uh, wrote for Saturday Night Live and did some behind-the-scenes stuff and appeared on Saturday Night Live before he officially left uh, Second City here in Chicago. He got his start, uh, you know, doing stand-up. He got his start doing sketch comedy from Naperville, Illinois, uh, Bob Odenkirk. And in 1987, he was hired as a writer for Saturday Night Live, Bob Odenkirk. So he took a break from Second City. He was working with the Second City for a while. 
um, acted at Second City, helped around like a lot of people do, you know, bartended and swept up and did whatever you needed to do to pay for, you know, the classes and pay for the time that you were going to spend at Second City and to be there longer, you know, to, to, to take in the atmosphere and learn from the greats and soak in the great history of that building on Wells, one of the most important comedy buildings that has ever stood. So he was there for a while. In 1987, he got hired as a writer for SNL, went out to New York for a while, did his thing, but he would come back and still work at Second City. So in 1990, he returned, and he would write and perform in the review, uh, flag smoking permitted in lobby only, or censorama. Now, in the older days, not so much now, but in the older days, the uh, the reviews at Second City here in Chicago had, like, two titles. They had... Uh, an actual title and then an or something else. So it was a, a title and an alternative title. And that was one of the consistent, um, you know, uh, cliches or trademarks of second city naming their um, reviews, two different titles. So the one title, or so the title of the review where Matt fully made his debut, that was called flag smoking permitted in lobby only or Sensorama. Uh, I saw that uh, I, I, I saw that show. I saw that review live on the main stage show. And at that time, it was really uh, insane because Steve Carell came in in the early 90s around that time. Um, and uh, Stephen Colbert, um, Tim Meadows, by the way, was in the uh, in the cast um, and on stage for the very first Matt Foley appearance. But in order to get the background on this, uh, let's hear from Bob Odenkirk himself. You know, he's the guy who created Matt Foley. He's the guy who wrote it, um, and his inspiration for it is pretty fascinating. So the great Bob Odenkirk wrote it, and he appeared on Howard Stern a few years ago um, to talk about it. So here is uh, Bob Odenkirk being interviewed by, um, by Howard Stern on his show, talking about the creation of Matt Foley. So here it is. I wrote that alone in my apartment in Chicago when we were doing Second City together, and, and it's one of the few sketches, and I've written thousands of sketches, but... Not many of them sort of are done the way you wrote them when you sat down and wrote them. And that's one of them. That motivational speaker came out just like that. Perfect. And, of course, Chris elevates it to a whole nother place. Did you ever see Farley doing that character? Or you mm -hmm. sat I saw him do a, He played a coach. We, had, we right. were doing the improvs at Second City. And he played a coach. And we were doing a don't do drugs rally or something on stage. And he did a coach. You kids, right. you think you're going to do amazing things. You're all smoking the pot and you're all doing the drugs. And, <laughs> and it was funny. I went home that night and I'll never forget sitting there with a yellow legal pad and just writing out. I, I grew up in Naperville, Illinois. And when I was a kid, there was this contingent of hippies, Howard, who used to hang out on the bridge down by the river. Right. And I just pictured this guy, and, and Tony Robbins was becoming big at the time. And I thought, what about a motivational speaker who's living in that? And I pictured that very place in my hometown. And he uses himself as like, I'm a piece of shit. You want to end up like me? And I wrote that out. My daughter once asked me, what's the most fun you've had in show business? And I said, without a doubt, it was Second City theater main stage doing that sketch seven times a week with Chris right in your face. And he would not stop until he made every actor on stage laugh. That was Crack kind of up. his goal. You get in everyone's face until they died. And it must be surreal when you saw it on TV and no one could keep a straight face. Yeah. Farley was doing that same thing. He made Spade laugh. 
he made uh, oh, yeah. Christina Applegate laugh. I've he never made... seen an audience react. And, and, you know, at Second City, we're not famous. The actors on that stage are not famous. Right. But I've never seen an audience go from, you know, just an audience who's enjoying a show to, like, worshiping a guy in, you know, four minutes. They yep. went from, we're just enjoying a comedy show to that's the funniest person I've ever seen on planet Earth. Did Farley come up to you afterwards yeah. and say, Bob, I want to oh. give you a kiss? It, well, he did he, that to everybody. But yes, Chris was incredibly appreciative. and But he also was that, he really was that way to everybody. I mean, he was a big heart that was always exposed. And of course, that's not the healthiest thing to be, I think. But mm -hmm. he, he really was that. And and you hear everyone talk about him, and it's all genuine. Everybody was moved to know him, and, and he he made us all feel uh, more human in the, in the exact moment that you were with him. And, and that's a gift that he had. Yeah. Uh, so Bob Odenkirk talking about uh, Chris Farley and the creation of it. Now, you know, a lot of people didn't know when that— I have to tell you, the, per, the first time I ever saw that sketch— it's very unusual. Um, I've seen it a million times. And and by the way, um, the, all eight of the appearances of Matt Foley, you're only going to hear one. You'll hear the very first one, the legendary one. I'm going to play it in its entirety uh, when Christina Applegate was on stage. Um, and it was Julia Sweeney and Phil Hartman as the parents, uh, the concerned parents, and David Spade and uh, host uh, Christina Applegate as the, the troubled kids, and then uh, obviously Chris Farley as Matt Foley. And you'll hear the whole thing and a little behind-the-scenes story about that as well. So you hear that. But all the other ones, all seven of them are available. And you should check them out because they vary in, uh, in style and they vary in, um, in, uh, in tone. Uh, the character is consistent. And each, with each time that he did the character, the character got bigger, it got crazier. And obviously, by the third or fourth appearance that Matt Foley would appear on stage when Chris Farley would come out in the outfit and the glasses and, and the, the, the tie and everything... Uh, they would go nuts. He'd become a rock star. And by that point, Chris Farley was one of the most beloved, crazy rock stars. Uh, you know, when he would walk on stage and do all his crazy stuff, people would go nuts. So it, it, it's interesting and fun to watch the progression of all the Matt Foley appearances. So if you can, watch all eight of them. And if you have the time, you know, watch them. Try to watch them in a row and see how they get bigger and crazier and bigger and how much more popular and rock star he was at that point. But the very first one was interesting. Now, the very first time I saw, just a little personal story, the very first time I ever saw the first appearance by Matt Foley in May of 1993, I was at a bar here in Palatine, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago, called Dirty Nellies. And Dirty Nellies still exists. It's in a different spot. They rebuilt it. The original Dirty Nellies, you know, it's a, it's a nice place to, 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 to drink and hang out and to see bands. It's, it's mostly like a, a, a live venue for local bands and up-and-coming bands and sometimes national bands come in and, and play there you know it's a pretty decent sized bar slash little you know little concert venue for 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 local bands a great place to see now the original dirty nellies was more of a dive the original dirty nellies by the time the mid 90s came along dirty nellies in palatine was kind of known as this place where you can go and get completely annihilated uh you know the drinks were pretty cheap the place was a little run down uh, your friend's band would play there because you knew them and you could hang out. And I knew a ton of bands, people in bands who would play there. And we would go there to see our friends in bands and get completely shit-faced, basically. 
And uh, one night we were in the front, and the, the, the stage where the bands played was in the back, and there was a bar in the front. So when you first walked in, there was a bar, and to get to the stage, you'd have to walk through a hallway, around the back. In the back was where the bands would play, but in the front, there was a bar where you could get away from the bands and sit, watch TVs. It was like a regular bar. There were TVs hanging from the ceiling, and you could watch TV and sit at the bar and, and get drunk. And by the way, Dirty Nellies was also known uh, as the place to guarantee a DUI. Um, this was the bar that you would go to. And if you staggered out and got in your car within 30 seconds, you would get it. You would get a DUI because the cops knew that a lot of drunk people went to dirty Nellie's and a lot of drunk people got in their cars afterwards. And so the, the DUI uh, rate was massively through the roof. But anyway, my friends and I were at dirty Nellie's and, um, the band was taking a break. Our friend's band was playing and they were taking a break. So we came out to the front and sat at the bar during the break and we came out and sat down and and they had Saturday Night Live on the TV and the sound was down obviously because we were in a bar and they were playing a little under you know music on the jukebox and stuff and I remember my friends and I two, two, two of my buddies were sitting at the bar and we were looking up and I was videotaping Saturday Night Live because that's what I do that's why I now host an, uh, a, a, a podcast about Saturday Night Live because I've seen every single episode so I would always videotape it so in 1993 I had my VCR set and it was being taped as I was at Dirty Nellies and I would watch it the next day so I'm sitting there and they had Saturday Night Live on and we look up and we're just kind of you know watching and all of a sudden we see Chris Farley come out um, and we don't hear anything we can't hear a thing uh, we're in this bar, lots of people talking, smoking, music being played. We're all a little bit tipsy. People are drinking and drinking and whatever. And then breaking through the smoke and the haze and the drunkenness and the music on this screen in this shitty little bar in Palatine was this image of Chris Farley coming out dressed the way he was dressed and doing all this crazy physical shit. And we couldn't hear the sketch, but we were laughing our asses off. Like we were sitting at the bar Looking up at this screen, we knew who Chris Farley was. All of us did. We knew who he was. We knew what was going on. Never seen the character before and could not wait. I remember I could not wait to get home to watch it. And that's what I did. I went home and I watched it. Um, And so breaking through a loud drunken bar experience on this small stupid TV hanging from a ceiling that we could kind of see through the smoke, that character, that Matt Foley character, busted through all of that with no sound and made us laugh our asses off. And so that's a testament not only to the way he played the character, but a testament to Chris Farley in general. So I thought I'd share that. The, the, the first time I saw it, I lost my mind. And by the way, when he goes through the table, there's a moment where he is big big and physical, and, you know, and that was one of Chris Farley's things uh, where it was like fat guy falls and people laugh. That was one of his things. When he went through the table... Um, in that sketch, I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it in, uh, after I play the sketch a little bit later on um, here. But when he went through the table, that wasn't planned. But I'll tell you about that. But anyway, the first time I saw it was in a bar with no sound, and I thought it was one of the, most, the funniest things I've ever seen. And then it just got better. So, but it all originated on the stage in the summer of 1990, uh, as I said in uh, the review, "Flag Smoking Permitted in the Lobby" or "Sensorama." Now, on stage with Chris Farley is Bob Odenkirk. Tim Meadows plays one of the sons. Holly Wartell plays the daughter. And Jill Talley plays the mother. So these are from the original cast members. And this was from the summer of 1990. Now, I, this, this was recorded on a video camera in the back of the house on Well Street. So it was like, you know, all the way in the back of the house where you would set up a, you could set up a camera to record specific performances. Um, and so the sound's a little low. 
But if you listen very closely, this is the very first appearance. It's only about a minute or so, a little bit over a minute of uh, of the very debut. But this is in 1990. Listen very closely. Uh, when he made his de- debut in front of you know the capacity crowd in Second City, which is not a thousand people, it's like uh, you know uh, maybe 150 at the most, 200 at the most uh, people. And this is when Chris Farley made his appearance for the very first time as Matt Foley. So listen closely. Um, it's the first time it was ever. Played. All right, it's Farley. Told you my name is Matt Foley. And I am a motivational speaker. <laughs> Let's get better acquainted by it. Let me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. <laughs> First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced. And I live in a bay. I'm down by the river. <laughs> That's an example, and you'll hear that dialogue almost word for word um, recreated. And if you know the sketch from 1993 when he first made his appearance, you can hear that. The delivery is a little different. He's not as manic. He doesn't push it as far. But, man, you can hear that audience just blow up. And I saw that sketch live. Um, and uh, Odenkirk, the way he described it uh, in, the, in the interview I played a little bit earlier, it was indeed true. Like when he walked on stage, everything he said, that audience scream laughed. He owned that audience. And that's how Farley jumped off the stage. And that's eventually how very soon after his, uh, his tenure at SNL or his tenure at Second City on the stage at the Second City, he got SNL. He got it quick. Um, so but anyway, so that's a little example of the very first time it was performed, you know, over three years earlier on that small stage on Wells Street. That's how it started. Well, after the the character took off and started to appear regularly, uh, that first appearance is legendary. You'll hear the whole thing. Um, He appeared a couple of more times on it. Well, uh, there was a new guy doing a late-night show, and his name is Conan O'Brien. Nobody really knew who he was, although he did write for uh, uh, SNL. He appeared briefly on SNL in sketches. He was a writer for SNL. He would go on to write for... um, the Simpsons and end up writing at a time when The Simpsons was the best show and the funniest show on TV. And Conan O'Brien was one of the writers of some of the some of the funniest and most brilliant episodes in SNL history. I'm sorry, in uh, in in, uh, in Simpsons history, including the monorail. He wrote the monorail episode, um, and so he was a well-known writer, but not really a performer. And at that time, uh, when he first came on the scene in 1993, Chevy Chase. Had a new uh, late night talk show, which of course bombed uh, notoriously. Uh, and Pat Sajak, and everybody came in, and there was the whole late night wars between, 
you know, Letterman didn't get The Tonight Show. Leno did. Letterman moved over to CBS. Letterman's slot was vacated, and then Conan O'Brien got it. Nobody knew who the hell Conan O'Brien was. Well, a few months after Conan O'Brien got the gig, on January 14th, 1994, and this is seven months after the very first appearance of Matt Foley, uh, Chris Farley appeared on Conan O'Brien in character at the beginning as Matt Foley, uh, confronting Conan, confronting um, Andy Richter, and going over to Max Weinberg and confronting the audience and running around the studio. And you'll hear the whole thing. So this is the very first appearance that um, Matt Foley made outside of Saturday Night Live and the very first time that Chris Farley was on Conan. And Conan was still fresh. He was still trying to find his footing. He was only a couple of months on the air. A few, just a few measly months on the air. Nobody who knew the, who, who, is, who he was. His ratings weren't very good. People were like, who is this Conan O'Brien guy? So Matt Foley made an appearance, and it is pretty amazing. You'll hear him work the crowd. He'll work Max Weinberg. He's running around. He does um, a cartwheel or two, physically goes nuts, runs around, and can barely catch his breath when he sits down to talk with Conan. So this is the very first appearance that Chris Farley makes on the relatively new Conan O'Brien show, Late Night with Conan O'Brien in 1994, Uh, and him doing Matt Foley for the first time outside of Saturday Night Live. He had only done the character twice on SNL at this point. So here from January of 1994 is an appearance by Matt Foley slash Chris Farley on the new Conan O'Brien. Conan, by God, you better learn to stick your nose in there. Now you've been sitting here resting on your laurels thinking, hey, I can take it easy. Now that Chevy Chase isn't in the picture. Hey, look at me. Put my feet up on the desk and phone in the show. Well, by God, I got a couple of words for you. You better get your act together. <laughs> Andy Richards, my God, he sits there and he thinks it. He's sitting squat legged, listening to some sacred cow. Andy, you keep that up, young fella. You're gonna be sitting squat-legged while you're living in a van down by the river. How about you, young fella? You got... All right, yeah, what do we got here? We got a big curtain. Oh, big showbiz curtain. All right, look at this thing, huh? Well, you keep this curtain around here. I got two things I could do with that. I could towel dry after the shower and wipe my rear end with it. Hey, look here. Max Weinberg. Hey, Max is going to play a little drum. Zip it, pal. Your showbiz antics won't give you jack squat. <laughs> We got a heck of a crowd here tonight. Look at this audience. I can't see real good. Looks to me like it's a golf outing. You people, you're gonna go back to Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, or wherever you're from. Your neighbors are gonna say, hey, say, I heard you went to 
Conan O'Brien show. By God, you have a good time? Well, you're gonna be sitting there saying, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. The old man's gonna keep an eye on you, so you better get your act together. <laughs> Oxygen in here. Oxygen. <laughs> it drops down in the middle of the show. You'll be fine. <laughs> now, who is that guy? That's the motivational speaker. Where does he come from? Well, uh, anytime I grab a motivational speaker, I get a wacky pair of glasses. And... <laughs> here we go. No, <laughs> uh, I was written by Bob Odenkirk. Uh-huh. And uh, it's also a little bit of my dad and my uh, high school football coach. My dad would just, like, blow his stack. You know, like... <laughs> like uh, Oh, yeah, you know, it'd be spur of the moment, everything be honky-dory. Then all of a sudden he said, I said, does anyone want to go to Gimbal's? <laughs> Thought I told you boys to <laughs> shovel the walk! <laughs> so is the whole family like that? Is this your dad? Just your dad? No, we're all pretty loud, you know? <laughs> Real Wait a minute, family. your uh, your mom uh, peeked her head into to one of the shows a, a couple of days ago, and she seemed incredibly normal, quiet, sweet. By God, she's a tiger going in. <laughs> yeah, no. She is, she is, she's very, she's the poor saint is the only calm one in the bunch. And all my brothers, and then, uh, and my poor mother. By God, I, no. <laughs> can, she, can she restrain your dad when he's like that? Can she deal with him effectively at all when he's going? She tries to wrestle him down <laughs> 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 no, uh, she, uh... Do you want a towel, by the way? <laughs> we could, uh... We should have a provision for hosing guests off. <laughs> oh, Tubby, hose down! Oh, okay. no. <laughs> Tubby falls down, everybody goes home happy. <laughs> Falling down helps, right? Yeah. Always gets a laugh. Yeah, it breaks the ice a little bit. You're a very physical performer. Nothing, nothing goes with you. Is that right? I like to be manhandled. I like to. <laughs> no. Yeah, Would I do. Like it's like a first hit in football. It takes the butterflies away. Because I was backstage, like going, "Oh God, they're gonna know I'm dumb." <laughs> so I just fall down and do, try to do something physical. Usually doesn't work. <laughs> no. But they love you for it. Hey, do you? Burly bear. Yeah. All right, we gotta go. We'll have more with Chris Farley when we come back. So stick around. It's amazing to hear that crowd just love him, man. People loved him. They really did. They just loved Chris Farley, and for good reason. He was an incredibly uh, wonderful performer, and all that stuff about you know where he, that he was saying he was joking around on the show, but saying, oh, uh, you know, I'm backstage, uh, nervous, uh, I'm dumb. People are gonna know I'm dumb. Um, that was a constant. Uh, thought process that that Chris Farley had he was uh, insecure um you know and this has been talked about many times but he would go over the top and do everything 
to make people like him and to make people uh, laugh. And uh, but it wasn't it didn't seem forced. It wasn't like, God, this guy is just insufferable because he wants everybody to like him. There was something about him. I met I met Chris Farley several times and and uh, it was incredibly cool and really wonderful and would remember you when uh, when you saw him. Um, Incredible. Okay, well, uh, let's get to it. So this is the quintessential Matt Foley appearance. It's the very first one you heard some audio, rough audio, because it was recorded in the back of, uh, of Second City on a small video recorder, video camera back in 1990. But this is it. This is the original sketch. Uh, Christina Applegate was the, uh, was the host. It was from May 8th, 1993. Uh, and this is Chris Farley as Matt Foley. Now, let me quickly mention that when they did this at rehearsals and when they did it at, um, at, uh, um, at, you know, at, at rehearsals and so on and so forth, then at dress for a different audience, because they do, obviously, as you know, they do a dress rehearsal that has a live audience in it, and then that audience leaves, and then uh, they bring in the audience for the live taping, the very live show. So during the, um, during the, the, the rehearsal, the dress, um, it worked, it was great, it got big laughs. But Robert Smigel, who obviously was one of the best uh, writers of all time, who would work with Conan on a regular basis, who was the creator of uh, Triumph, uh, the insult comic dog, um, wrote so many incredible, amazing, crazy sketches, worked, worked with some of the best people in, in, uh, in Saturday Night Live, and did TV Funhouse, the animated things and stuff like that. One of the greatest contributors and writers in the history of SNL said, hey, why don't you put a breakaway table, a coffee table, on the set, and Chris smashed through it. So without telling anyone, without telling Christina Applegate and David Spade and Phil Hartman um, and Julia Sweeney, who were on stage at the time, they switched out the, the coffee table, the real coffee table, with a, a breakaway coffee table. And Farley did not tell, no one told anybody on stage that he was going to fly and smash through the coffee table. So you'll uh, you'll hear some breaking, and obviously visually this is insane. You're going to miss some of the some of the completely over the top visual elements of this sketch, including him smashing himself through a coffee table. But you have to know that that was not planned, and during the live performance between dress and the live performance, they switched out an actual coffee table with a breakaway coffee table so that Chris Farley could actually smash through it. Nobody knew he was going to do it. David Spade, who had been laughing the entire sketch, Christine, Christine Applegate, who had been laughing the entire sketch. Everybody on stage broke and lost their minds because Chris was not supposed to go through that table. He smashes through the table, and of course, the only person who doesn't break on stage is Phil Hartman because he was the glue. <laughs> the most professional and the best cast member in the history of Saturday Night Live. He's the only person on that show uh, and on that stage, he didn't break. And the only person who really is not completely falling out of their, sta- uh, out of their uh, seats, laughing their asses off at what Chris Farley did. So the breakaway table was added. Nobody knew it was going to happen. He went through the table. And that's just one of the many elements that makes the very first uh, appearance of Matt Foley so insane and special. So again, from season 18, episode 19, May, 18, May 8th, 1993, here is the entire sketch. Van Down by the River, Matt Foley, motivational speaker. Your mother, Ellen, and I are so glad you decided to join us for this family communication session. So, what's up? You guys getting divorced or something? No, we just wanted the family to talk as a group. Okay, well, let's get it started then. All right, well, Stacy, Brian, your father, Ted, and I are a little bit concerned. Celia, the cleaning lady, was in the family room and she found a bag of pot. 
She didn't smoke it, did she? No, she didn't smoke it. Now, we're not here to come down on you. I mean, that's not what we're about, okay? We're just concerned that pot could lead to other things. Crack, ice, boom, pow. But we know you don't want to hear this from us. Sure, I mean, we're your parents. Who wants to hear this stuff from their parents, eh? But your father and I came up with a brilliant idea to give you kids some direction. A motivational speaker. Yeah, one of those guys who speaks to big groups at high schools and churches. You mean to come to the house? Uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah, right. all right, later. Thanks, anyway. Hey, come on, you guys. This set me back a few bucks. Okay, his name is Matt Foley. Now, he's been down in the basement drinking coffee for about the last four hours, and he should be all ready to go. I'll, I'll call him up. Matt, we're ready for you. His speech is called Go For It. Now, he's used to big groups, so make him feel like there's a crowd here. Matt, come on up, buddy! All right, how's everybody? Good, good, good. Now, as your father probably told you, my name is Matt Foley. And I am a motivational speaker. Now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. Now, you kids are probably saying to yourselves, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the world by the tail and wrap it around and pull it down and put it in my pocket. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. You're going to end up eating a steady diet of government cheese and living in a van down by the river. Now, young man, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, actually, Matt, I kind of want to be a writer. Well, Lottie frickin' dog! We got ourselves a writer here! Hey, Dad, I can't see real good. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? Well, actually, Matt, uh, Ellen and I have encouraged Brian in his writing. Dad, I wish you could just shut your big yapper! <laughs> now, I wonder, Brian, from what I've heard, you're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. You're gonna be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. <laughs> Young lady, what do you want to do with your life? I want to live in a van down by the river. Well, you'll have plenty of time to live in a van down by the river when you're living in a van down by the river. Now, you kids are probably asking yourselves, hey, Matt, how can we get back on the right track? <laughs> well, as I 
see it, there is only one solution. And that is for me to get my gear, move it on in here, because I'm going to bunk with you, buddy. We're going to be buddies. We're going to be pals. We're going to wrestle around. Old Matt's going to be your shadow. Here's you. Here's Matt. There's you. There. My God. We're gonna have to clean that up later. Me and my buddies, my pals, my amigos. I'm gonna get my gear. Wait, yeah, Matt, you don't have to go. No, Matt, you don't have Matt. to do that. We'll never smoke pot again. Uh, Matt, uh, thanks for all you've done. I don't give a rat's behind because I'm moving in. I'm sick and tired of living in a van down by the river. Is the back door locked? Yes. We love you, Dad. I love you, too. There it is. The legendary first time that Matt Foley appeared. Matt Foley would go on to, you know, to be legendary. One of the greatest characters in SNL history. So those are all, I've given you all uh, eight um, uh, appearances by Matt Foley, uh, of the character Matt Foley. Chris Farley would, of course, pass away on um, December 18th, 1997, right here in, uh, in Chicago, in downtown Chicago. Um, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the legacy that he left behind in terms of the contributions that he did to television, to Saturday Night Live, to movies, to things like Tommy Boy, which is just one of the most legendary and funny and lovely movies of all time, uh, was great. And he had a lot of stuff that was being planned to make, including a Matt Foley movie, which didn't happen. Uh, he was a larger-than-life character, a really lovely man, and, um, you know, uh, doomed by uh, uh, an appetite for everything Every single thing that you can have an appetite for, Chris Farley had. He was incredible. He was incredible. And Matt Foley was one of his greatest uh, inventions. And obviously, credit goes to Bob Odenkirk from Naperville, Illinois, for creating that character and to Chris Farley for bringing him to life. An incredible, incredible, incredible character. One of the best in SNL history. Bob Odenkirk said this um, in um, a quote from, uh, from the book Live from New York, The Complete and Uncentered History of Saturday Night Live. Um, and uh, in it, Bob Odenkirk says this, Chris Farley was like a child. He was like an eight-year-old. One time when he was fucking rip-roaring drunk in Chicago, he was tossing furniture around his apartment, actually picking it up and throwing it like 10 feet. It was scary, man. Then all of a sudden, he turned to me, and he said with complete innocence, do you think Belushi's in heaven? I didn't know what to say. That kind of sums it up. All right. Thanks for checking out this episode of That Show Hasn't Been Funny in Years, an SNL podcast. Uh, we are on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Please check out our 24-hour live streaming. It's free. It's got episodes and great episodes of the podcast uh, and great music that's being played as well. So check it out at radiomisfits.live, radiomisfits.live. Uh, and uh, the new episodes for this podcast drop every Wednesday. And I thank you for listening, and I thank Ed Silla and everybody at Radio Misfits for doing all the great stuff that they do, and thank you. And please, leave your voicemails. We want to hear feedback. I would love to hear what you would like me to do an episode on SNL about. Uh, so please, uh, leave the uh, voicemails anytime you want, 24-7-773-417-6948. Leave me an email for both of my podcasts, this and the Nick D Podcast, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. My thanks to Jason Skaggs who does all the music. Uh, you can hear that great theme at the open and this great closing theme by Jason Skaggs. Mm-hmm.
Thanks again for checking us out. I'm Nick DeGilio. We'll see you next time on that show. It's been funny in years and SNL podcast. Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Thank you. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs>